He won every county, former President Trump, not by a little, but by a lot. Um, on our air yesterday, he said it would be an 80-point victory. It wasn't quite that big, but it was a healthy 40% victory. And again, unlike uh, some areas where you could see little shades of uh, of Nikki Haley uh, being prominent in certain areas, uh, it was across the board. Oakland County, uh, she got... Uh, well, it was interesting in Livingston County. She got 26% of the vote. Uh, Macomb County, just under 20% of the vote, not making much of a dent. But in Oakland County, 33%. In Kent County, 34%. If those are never Trumpers or no Trump this timers, what does that mean for November? Jason Rowe is watching it all with his seasoned eye as principal of Rowe Strategic and former executive director of the Michigan Republican Party. Hi there, Jason. Top of the morning, guys. So, obviously, she, she didn't eclipse 30% statewide. Um, she's not growing her base. How long can she play this out? Well, I, I you know, the idea that, that she was going to do anything better here than she did in South Carolina, you know, I, I think is naive if anybody thought that she would. I mean, in her home state, she lost by over 20 points, and she spent – over eight million dollars compared to trump's three hundred and fifty thousand she was the only candidate i saw on tv and here in michigan and i know in metro detroit and i was at the michigan gop party in grand rapids last night and and i was told she was on tv pretty heavily in the grand rapids area Um, you know there was just never going to be a pass i mean this was a very low information election Um, i think the chattering class paid more attention to it than the voters. I think in the case of both the Republican and the Democratic primaries, the outcome was preordained. And and so I don't think it was terribly interesting. I think when it comes to, you know, what does her vote mean? I know there's a lot of what I consider over-interpretation that it signals Trump weakness. I I don't know if people expected Trump to get 80 to 100 percent in any of these primaries, but this is an opportunity for people that don't like Trump to register their dissatisfaction. But I think come November, when it's a binary choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden's been so bad for this country, I think those voters are going to come home pretty easily. Um, Jason, what do you think about the uh, uncommitted, the 13% uncommitted for uh, Joe Biden? What does that mean? And you have this movement of uncommitted that's being organized in uh, other states as well. It could grow. Yeah, I, I actually thought they might do a little bit better than they did. I mean, I still think, you know, for what they were orchestrating, it was an impressive showing. But, you know, again, going back to this being a pretty low information uh, election in which most people didn't care and weren't really paying attention, I, I kind of thought the activist types that, that care about uh, a specific issue like what's going on in Gaza uh, w- would have a little bit better showing. But nevertheless, I I think it was a strong showing, but I think it highlights real weaknesses within the Democratic coalition. I think, you know, at this point, Joe Biden's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Um, You know, if he if he changes his position on policy, I think he can hemorrhage a lot of voters within the Democratic coalition. And if he stays the course, he's obviously hemorrhaging voters within that coalition. I do think a lot of these voters will come home. Um, You know, if you are a voter that cares about Israel, no one's going to be stronger on Israel than Donald Trump is going to be. So, you know, you're probably going to find someone that's at least a little more open to the Palestinian position and Joe Biden. 
Um, but I, I still think when you look, what was it, 100,000 votes cast, Biden won Michigan by 150,000 in 2020. Polling has consistently <clears throat> showed Trump leading in Michigan and, and making some inroads in coalitions that typically are reliable Democratic voters. So I, I do think it, it shows some real trouble uh, within the Democratic coalition. But, you know, this is trouble we've been seeing for some time. Uh, Jason, what about this idea that it was Democrats who voted for Nikki Haley, not uh, Republicans in this primary? And so therefore, there is no issue for Trump. Yeah, listen, I where there's some Democrats that probably crossed over. Yeah. Um, you know, it, the idea that they want Nikki Haley, I think, is, you know, not sincere. I mean, it's not like Nikki Haley is a moderate um, Republican that, you know, tracks with Democrats on significant policy issues. She is a conservative. And so I don't think, you know, Democratic voters would enjoy her any more than they do Trump albeit she might be a little more civil as a president. Um, so I think it's probably a very small percentage of that vote. And, you know, when you look, you know, and I've talked to reporters over the course of the week on where I thought she might do well, uh, it's exactly where Guy pointed out that she did better, um, Oakland County and in Kent County. I, you know, I think with the Dutch community in Kent County, you have a little bit of a more moderate strain and, and uh, a culture that doesn't really embrace the kind of antics that Donald Trump um, engages in. Uh, and I think in Oakland County, where, you know, up until 2018, that was a pretty solidly red county. And we lost two congressional seats, two Senate seats, a couple state legislative seats. Okay. Um, Whitmer, Benson and Nestle all won there. I think you have <clears throat> suburban women and suburban men that, that don't necessarily care for Trump. And I, I don't think you can ignore that, you know, some of the demographic changes in Oakland County are people, um, you know, working in the auto industry of Asian descent who have, you know, relocated uh, for professional reasons. And when you look, you know, at the Indian community in Oakland County, that is a growing population. And uh, they're very interested in, in helping to support other Indian candidates. So I think that played a little bit in Oakland County as well. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we, we know that when you, you do a deep dive into the 2020, you find out that the, the reason that Donald Trump lost was he underperformed in Macomb, didn't lose, but underperformed, way underperformed in Oakland County, and didn't do well at all in Kent County. Do you see a similar scenario when you look at Nikki Haley's strengths in in, in those counties? Are you talking about projecting forward to November? Yeah, pr- projecting forward yeah. in November. Are, are there takeaways from November in those counties? I, I think there's the potential. That, you know, I personally feel it's a little too early to tell, and the reason is because you know, Biden's been so bad. I mean, I I think there's a lot of people out there that maybe didn't vote for Trump in 16 or 20 that are giving him a look this time around because, uh, you know, they underestimated how progressive Joe Biden would be. Joe Biden presented himself as a moderate adult that was going to be above um, kind of the, the chaos. And, you know, that chaos is not just Trump behavior. It's the, it's the squad. It's the progressives in Congress. It's, you know, some of this. It's inflation. It's immigration. It's all of those things. Yeah, all these things. And so I think a lot of folks are looking around and saying, wait, this is not what I signed up for. You know, I thought this guy was going to be a centrist. He spent his entire career in the United States Senate as a moderate. He was pro-life. He was a lot of things that at one time would have been okay for a moderate Republican to cast their vote and not feel guilty about it. But I think anyone that voted for Biden and is looking at the result, calling themselves a Republican, um, probably feels 
pretty betrayed by what yeah. they've uh, gotten in return. Yeah, we've we've seen the swing voter project that's out there that, boy, the bitterness there is palpable. Uh, Jason Rowe, we always ap- appreciate your insights. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Stay dry, guys. Thanks. All right, we sure will. When we come back, it is a game changer of an economic development coming to New Center. The latest next.